Welcome back to another episode. Today I have on guest Jillian from Jillian Love Your Body. She is a creative consultant who facilitates top wellness brands, activists, impact leaders, and visionaries to channel their highest version of self. Jillian utilizes many different tools to do so, and we go over that today here on the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unplugged. Today, I have Jillian Summerfield. She's from here, Chicago, and she's now she's an artist. Uh, she's also into a lot of spirituality, and she also does uh, one-on-one sessions with individuals who want to deepen in their journey. And it's my pleasure to have her here. Welcome to my podcast. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, Thank you. Uh, yeah, that, that you're welcome. So you uh, you do do one-on-one coaching, right? And you're an artist first or, you know, it's just as it goes? Um, it's all kind of wrapped into one. So I like to peg myself as a multidimensional being. Um, I created my own practice and my own theory around individuality, uh, mm-hmm. practicing Reiki, crystal therapy, aromatherapy. I utilize oracle cards, um, just anything that's going to deepen your connection to self to help you become more aligned from an alternative standpoint. Mm -hmm. So I started my journey of spirituality in 2016, I believe. And from there, I was just able to build a career off of it. And then also um, step into my truth and become who I fully am as an individual which is classified as an artist so i do a lot of visual art um and then by that it inspires other people and then i help facilitate them on their journey with individuality as well right i mean yeah navigating this world that we live in i mean i guess you kind of do have to put a title on yourself and say you're an artist to like the normal joe you know out in the street they ask you what do you do for a living you're not, I mean, you could say I'm a multidimensional being, but uh, most people don't really know what that means. Yeah, I mean, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Depends who you're talking to. Yeah, um, I have been on the news twice. Um, I've been pegged as like a positive life activist, motivational right. speaker. So there's like so much that um, I just kind of have been classified as or categorized for the everyday human. But for me, I'm just myself yeah. um, and show up like that's I just show up in the world as me. Mm-hmm. And then by doing so, it's just life kind of un- has unfolded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, and- great. So did you always have this kind of side to you like growing up? Um, before 2016, what were you doing? Were were you just, um, yeah, what were you doing? Um, yeah, I've always been this. Um, I was existing in more of a conventional way. I was in serious relationships, you know, I was on the path of working in corporate. Um, I tried to work nine to fives here and there. It never really stuck with me, uh, just based off of my natural ability to want to have freedom um, and to want to be creative. It was very difficult for me to exist in those types of environments. 
So um, I kind of just declared that I was going to live my life more mission and purpose built. So yeah. anything that I stepped into as long as I declared that I wanted to change the face of healthcare, um, mm -hmm. anything that went along the lines of that, um, I allowed to come into my life. And I did that through creativity. So I was you know, supporting people from a mental standpoint by getting them to um, step into their more creative side to transform their emotions. Um, mm -hmm. And I was also doing that for myself. So that, and, and the whole thing was just inspiring people to do it too. So if an emotion would hit, I would educate people mostly on my Instagram platform mm -hmm to, um, you know, sit in it, transform it through creativity, and then um, tap into their most authentic self, I guess you could say, and like follow their happiness. That was also a really big thing with it. So I just kept on doing that. And then by doing that, that's when I had like the aha moment in 2016, where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, create this brand called love your body feed your soul and then i was like oh i'm gonna own the name jillian love your body because what is the one thing that i'm that i forget to do in my day-to-day -day? and um you know it's loving your body honoring your body honoring self um feeding your soul doing the things that you love to do because we get so caught up in the conventional that we often forget that there's something bigger and better that lives inside of us and a lot of times when we don't exist in that, it causes us to feel as if we are either depressed or we, we lose our light. Yeah. And yeah, that was something that I, I just, I really, I lost my light for a little bit because I was listening to what other people were telling me to do and not listening to myself. And until I declared that I was no longer going to do that and I actually discovered self, yeah. um, yeah, I was able to like step into this, uh, I, this other world, which then mm -hmm. obviously, you know, worked for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> worked. Worked. That's how I see it. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, do you, did you like have somebody like um, that you would go to like when this like started happening or did you kind of just navigate it on uh, navigate by yourself, you know? Um, my grandma, my grandma yeah. was guide for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the wisdom of the elderly is beyond. Um, it allows you to tap into legacy and understanding and deep roots. So she guided me a lot. I had, um, I like my track was Chicago. Then I moved out West. I moved to Las Vegas and there I saw a lot of, um, you know, I like to call it zombie living, where people are kind of chasing their vices. And at that moment, I realized that I, that like, it made me feel so uncomfortable to be able to witness that. And I um, took to nature, I guess nature was also a big guide for me, I'd go hiking a lot, um, getting lost in the mountains. Um, Red Rock Canyon to be exact. I spent a lot of time there connecting to my own inner voice. Um, and also, I mean, there's a form of it where you call it channeling. So it's like I would like channel without even, I didn't even know what it was called when I was doing it until now. 
understand it because I have studied it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I realized that I was like channeling different sides of myself based off of like my grandpa and my grandma and like just learning different things because I started connecting with earth mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, that was a big guide for me. And then from there, I found myself in San Diego where it was closer to the ocean. Um, the ocean was a huge guide for me. Obviously, I touched back in with my grandma. I did a lot of motivational speaking there, which then also allowed me to become this version of self, um, facilitating and helping a lot of people. Um, doing mirror work, I'd have to say like the collective alone was also a guide, just people. I call the collective as like, you know, um, just connecting to different humans. Like it really, it shows you things, I guess you could say. Yeah. And then from there, I like did a music video um, for Dim Mac up in Los Angeles. And then my journey took me up to Los Angeles. So the more I like found myself, so as much as it was like outside guide as like my grandma and whatever, and then connecting to nature, it also, it was my inner like me too, like my heart. Mm -hmm. I always kind of said I lived the, um, the heart map. That was my, I, I used my heart to guide me everywhere, which made for an interesting journey. But um, yeah, so my grandma nature and then my heart, that's how I ended up here. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally relate. Um, I'm kind of like, this is, this podcast is kind of inspiration from like from trying to seek out more knowledge or my own journey I guess everybody's got their own path and yeah mm -hmm. yeah everybody's going through it and I could totally relate with the not trying not fitting into the you know the consumer um kind of mindset that's running especially here like in big cities like Chicago where everybody you know is busy busy working and making money and spending it and um it's just you know growing up uh hispanic and from a you know traditional catholic background that's just what was sold to me and mm -hmm. now it's kind of like uh unearthing all that and creating a new a new person oh yeah i mean that was a huge part of my practice as well it was unlearning all of the things that i thought i needed to be in order to become who i really am and when i stepped into that i was actually able to witness and understand the success of self and that um, was one of the most rewarding things because we're often told we need to be different. And then we're like, wait, why am I not feeling as if I'm good at this? Why am I, why do I feel like I'm treading water or I'm in this hamster wheel? And I always, the term, like you can't teach a fish to climb a tree. So if your full existence is not supposed to be existing in that, and there's bigger and better things that you're supposed to be doing, you have to almost break away from that. And I call it the self-discovery tour. You know, it's like you just go on this deeper journey to really create and build who you are as a person so that you can succeed. Because the conventional isn't meant for everyone. And um, maybe you are, yeah, it's just, it's understanding who you are. And that's like where I always, it's, oh, it follow your happiness. If it makes you happy, lean into it. That's your journey. And it's okay. Because there is no right or wrong way. It's just ultimately 
um, how you feel inside. And equating success to a dollar amount is also, you know, it's, it, it, it's great, like when you can start attracting instead of chasing. Um, it's great to come up with the dollar amount that quote unquote you're worth in mm -hmm. a sense, mm -hmm. um, but it's not attaching to that. It's like if somebody, it's not, it, if it's not taking certain things personally, like you get to define who you are. That's, and I firmly believe that. And it's something that I've practiced for, I mean, what I realize now is my whole life, it was something that I was always fighting for. Yeah. Um, but I didn't truly step into it until I challenged myself to do it, which was, as I said, very interesting, but yes. rewarding. Yes, I think mm -hmm. you touched on a good point there that this path, I guess it, is, it isn't for everybody. Some people are going to be satisfied with the, you know, nine to five, what society has for us. Um, they're completely fine with it because I guess it is a, a pretty uh, self-discovery journey that some people just don't really feel like going down. And um, I know there's like a belief out there like we do have past lives. I mean, I, I you know, I'm kind of starting to lean on, on that. And uh, yeah, maybe just some of us just been here a couple times and are like, we know we know how this goes uh we you know we're, we're trying to ascend and um yeah it's it's you know it's not for everybody and i guess what i've learned is that there's no one's better for it or no one's yeah no one's better than the other person i mean everybody's got their own journey mm -hmm. it's practicing acceptance i know um just from what i used to exist and to where i exist in now the main thing, because it never ends, like the work of self, um, it's all being self-aware and being mindful and then practicing based upon what you feel in the moment. Um, and mine has right now is just acceptance. Um, I mean, obviously there was a lot to unpack there because you also brought up past lives <laughs> and that's, there's so many different theories around that. I believe that we've all lived many, many, many lives when I was um, building the wellness center in Venice, California, I actually met with like a big, like astrologer, psychic horoscope guy. Um, and he, um, his name's Chris Waitaki. And he read me and he said, he's like, yeah, he's like, you've walked this lifetime. You've walked this earth many, many, many times. So for me, mm -hmm. even Time that I walk and each time I step into a situation, I have this um, deeper understanding for whatever reason, um, because I've witnessed or who knows, like that's, mm -hmm. it's all the past life, life stuff. But ultimately, yeah, we are trying to ascend. And what I believe is that um, the more you show up in the world in your true authentic self with good intentions, um, the better each time gets, or I don't really know, because there's also mm -hmm. the fact of um, just being a healer in general. Like the work is never done, I guess you could say. Um, at least that's how I feel with my day to day. Um, there's never something too small or something too big, or I never turned down a client based, like I just, it's, it's constantly showing up and just being a good person day in and day out. Um, and practicing acceptance. That's, yeah. that's the 
right now is just acceptance for self, acceptance for others, um, situation, not pushing agendas, just being and allowing life to unfold. Oh, yeah. Did it ever like get too overwhelming, this whole growth thing? Did it ever just like you just wanted to stop and just uh, you just want to be I'm, normal for a bit? I'm in that right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, um, yeah, I'm in that right now. I love the work that I do. I'm grateful for the growth that I had mm-hmm. and have. That's like, I'm very, very grateful for it. But I believe this next chapter, it is, it's slowing down. And that's been one of my hardest things has been to slow down. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm focusing more on my practice. I'm focusing more on facilitating others. That's kind of where I I want my, um, this next chapter to go. Um, The first chapter was obviously getting putting myself more in front of like with my social media. Um, you know, it's like I hit 20,000 followers. I went viral a few times with my content. The music video has like 2.3 million views on it. So I hit the numbers that I wanted to hit. And as much as you I'm reaching people in cyber world, you can say, um, I, I like reaching people one-on-one now i like making it more meaningful um but yeah i mean i i i'm i'm working on the normal part and i am very normal i'm very like i'm a homebody um i love being home and cooking and it's yeah it's interesting and obviously you know with my Instagram, I can say that I, don't, I, I got hacked, which was part of it too, because I believe that I wasn't necessarily listening to when I was the universe explaining and wanting me to pull back. I kept on pushing and wanting to do more content. And I almost like was stuck in that habit that it was yeah. like, no, declared. I declared I wanted to slow down. Like I went from LA where I was like, non-stop to deciding that I was going to come back to Chicago, come back home, be with family, settle in and root myself. And in order to do that, some, something had to shift. So Uh, you you kind of attracted that. Yes. Oh, all for the better. Exactly. That's how I see it. Um, because now I get to be more present and as much as social media is amazing, like I, my career, it took off exceptionally because of my social media. Um, and it was all authentic, organic growth, which is what you could ask for. So it was real people interested and curious in my content and what I had to say, but I had to make a shift. You can only sustain that for so long until you have to actually start filtering that into your next phase, which for me now is my practice. Not only do, now I get to teach people and mentor people on their, on like what I did, I guess you could say, and help them create their own. And that I believe is part of the work. Yeah. So it's not so much about me as much as it's about everyone else. 
Awesome. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that you see it that way and you have great perspective on it. And um, yet, you know, I can tell you're doing the work. Um, yeah. It, it's hard. I always say to people, um, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Um, reflection takes work, understanding of uh, journey and path. Um, being, it's like, it's so, manifestation, I think, is probably one of the most interesting things. Like when you're trying to manifest something into your life, the, the path that you're, that circumstances take in order for the universe to be able to provide to you what you want because in order to gain there is loss that's just the name of it in order to have light there is darkness and that and a lot of people mm -hmm. a lot of people want to exist in they just want the light yeah they're, you know? they're kind of attached they're attached to what they have now yes yeah. without understanding that like if you want evolution and growth gotta let go yeah, sometimes things have to go away so that you can make space for better. And the only way you get what it is that you want is if you declare. And you have to be okay with surrendering and letting things flow as they need to go. That's, and if you don't and you hold on too tight, then you miss it and you relive a cycle again. And that's, yeah. I, I think that that, um, I don't know. I think, I think if more people understood that the world would flow a little bit better <laughs> and people would be more happy. They'd be living in their truth. Yes. And mm -hmm. um, out of all the things you do, you know, you did, you said, you mentioned that you do Reiki uh, manifestation sessions. Um, which one, you know, which one's your favorite or is it just like, depending on who you're working with? It depends on who I'm working with. I love all of it. Like I love yeah. work. I love business coaching, brand strategies. It's like every single brand that I worked with, like the last TV show that I worked on, um, mm -hmm. I, you know, got the guy to being one of the top vegan cooking shows. And it was just through my strategies and my, um, you know, connection and mm -hmm. to the big picture, I guess mission of what was wanted and it literally started with just a concept like it was just like this is the concept and I was like all right let's land this and I was able to get sponsorships and you know I love the building phase building phases are my favorite but that also takes a lot of soul work within those building phases because you really have to be grounded within self in order to take on the growth that, that happens really quickly um, the wellness center that I built out all wellness focused Obviously, I said before, I'm mission purpose driven. So if it's a project that has to do with the greater good, changing the face of healthcare, mental wellness, advocacy, all of those things, I jump on the project. Uh, the wellness center, the scaling of it, like I scaled a business. That's the coolest thing ever. And um, not just saying like, oh, the coolest that I did it. No, it was the coolest thing ever to be a part of. And it was actually helping humans become better. And it, I was able to take my own concepts and ideas and put them into something on a greater scale and have and witness and see the growth while coaching people along the way. So um I, I love all of it. And that's kind of what made me get into doing Reiki and energy clearing because I observed and understood 
that in order to even grow a business, you have to be in the right mindset as well. Like you have to treat that an optimal, like it, you, and when you are, and you are doing the work, you are provided for like the, it does. And if, and if you're not provided for, it's not on you, it's on the other person. It's because if you're doing the work, you know, so, um, yeah, I love, I love all of it. I incorporate all, like, I wish I could say one. Well, I guess I can't, I like the business. I like brand strategies. I love helping people build their brands. That's, okay. I, I love it. That, that is the best. Seeing people's yeah. dreams come true. That's, I, yeah. So, yeah, I think you touched on it. You know, you try to focus on um, good intention and the product that's going to have like a, a mission behind it, a bigger, bigger picture. Is there, I mean, I think the spiritual community gets like this, like hippie, um, like judgment that everybody's like love and light. Um, is there, is that true? Or, you know, is, can there be like hardcore people in the spiritual community or even there, like darkness? There, oh Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I had them all, all walks of life. Yeah. Yeah. Is there that, people in it just like trying to make money? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, there are people in it that are, but you can tell if you're a real spiritual person, your guides tell you like my, my, yeah. my wall goes up. I'm like, mm. like but I, respect. I love pulling out people's dissonance. So there are moments where like, I'll play with it a little bit. I'll be like, Oh yeah. You want to come into the spiritual world or I'll, I'll sit in spaces like this last um, space I sat in and I helped build, um, you know, what I, it, it took a little bit of me to like step into the opportunity. Um, but I stepped into it because I saw that this place was established for a long period of time. They were seeing, you know, thousands and thousands of people. And I was like, all right, well, I want to be the inspiration at least in this moment that I'm here, I want to lead with integrity and I want to show, cause they had the audience, you know? So it was like, if I could at least inspire it in that way, um, that would be great for the time being. So it's being an influence within a space that is existing out of integrity. So I oftentimes will go into those spaces. I call it like going into the darkness. Like I'll go in, I'll sit and then I'll shine light and illuminate to inspire and transform the route that they're going on to hopefully shift it, which I was able to do. But because of that, it did trigger like a lot of dissonance. And I, um, I was okay with it because the only way that light happens is when darkness comes to the light. Like, it's almost like you like sit there and you bring it up and they see it. And then you're like, Oh no, 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 no. You're doing, this is not spirituality. This is, this is corporate. This is money driven. This is not driving with a good intention. This is extremely strategic in the way of only wanting, like it's, it's a take, 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 take. Mm -hmm. That's what, and I love, like for me, that, that does excite me when I'm able to like show it and be like, oh yeah, no, you need to change this because you're claiming to be spiritual and you're claiming to live with integrity and honor and all this stuff, but you're not being that, like, it's not truthful. So, um, yeah. What do, you, what do you think about like, the current state of like mental health awareness and just like therapies and stuff. I mean, a lot of people who, I mean, I guess go through that um, are probably like spiritually awake and, and that I guess maybe like the manifestation of like a mental illness is like 
their soul like trying to you know waken or yep push them to the higher what um yep. do you have experience in like with conventional therapies um i uh have sat with you know psychiatrists psychologists i've helped create mm -hmm. programs so i did um you know sit and create programs for the human in the human research institute in encinitas and there was psychologists and psychiatrists and um we've had conversations about all of that i mean it's the truth like um your body keeps the score great book um very truthful um you can manifest you know mental illnesses and i do quote because um, a lot of these things are created, I believe, in my theories, through environment. If you change, environments need to be assessed before anything else. Like, somebody could be existing in a different and wrong environment, which then creates, um, you know, that type of a mindset. And yeah. Yeah, like I think that needs to be assessed too. Or the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Like you might not be surrounding yourself with the people that necessarily understand you. So you're existing in a space that makes you feel like there's something wrong. Um, and that is where energy work comes in. So that's the other side of it. So it's not saying that people don't have these ailments and these aren't good diagnoses or whatever it is. You know, it's the conventional way. It's not saying that it's right, wrong, or like, it is what it is, but there are alternative options that you can do um, before yeah. it gets heavily prescribing yourself. Not saying that the prescriptions don't work, but just saying there are other options, like nutrient okay. option. Like you could do nutrient therapy, changing your routine, getting more sleep, drinking more water. Um, yeah. I think now the wellness space obviously is a $4.2 trillion industry right now. Um, I got into it eight years ago, you know, pretty heavily. And now it is trending, which is great. That's amazing that people are becoming more open to it, but it's just being mindful of the information that you're being told and making sure that whatever it is works best for you. That's also it. Yeah, I mean, the wellness space might be that, but I, I know like the prescription drug, um, industry is probably like trillions there too and yeah like you said it's not like a right or wrong um but definitely the solution out there for a lot of things is just to numb it out with prescription drugs and the the information that's out there is heavily like on it um, is it, it is right away it is and um I would just, you know, inspire people just based off of my own experience um, to try other things. Right, like the blue pill versus yeah. red pill. Yeah, and, and it's like maybe um, go for that walk, do that stress, stretch, turn on that music and dance, assess who you're surrounding yourself with, know that you can always make a change. There's always an option. It might seem hard and difficult in the beginning, but ultimately, if you make that small lifestyle change, it could change your whole life. Yeah. It could change everything about your life and put you on a track that makes you more happy and makes you feel more fulfilled and full. It's just really um, assessing and honoring that. And that's where honoring yourself comes to. I always empower. I'm like, I empower the human. That's empower yourself to know 
um, what's needed and necessary and get services done. Like um, look into what, what Reiki healing is, look into energy work, play with Oracle cards. There's nothing wrong with testing your emotional intelligence. Um, and it's not like these things have often gotten bad raps but it's truly just psychologically allowing yourself to become more in touch with self, like pulling a card to guide you when you're having an anxiety attack, isn't the worst thing you could do or throwing off your socks when you're having an anxiety attack and grounding yourself, like going into the grass and like literally put in the grass that instantly brings you back down to root. So yeah. it's, it's yeah, it's like you and it's allowing yourself to do it. You just got to allow yourself to do those things. Oracle cards. Um, great, great subject that I wanted to ask you about. So is that is that like the same thing as tarot cards? No, Oracle cards are more um, deliverables. So an Oracle card will have like a one word thing. They're often called like angel cards. So they're more of a guide. Um, tarot cards are more of a journey. So they explain mm -hmm. where you're at in that moment. Um, and maybe it, it just, it's a tool. It's a tool to make you think about um, different characteristic traits you need to tap into in order to get to your next phase. Because a lot of times we get scared and stuck because we stay as the same characteristic trait that we are. When you pull a tarot card, um, it, it just ignites um, some other emotion it like it ignites some other thing yeah that you that probably was there but you just were like too wrapped up around one thing and you just missed it type exactly. thing exactly you just get caught you get caught in your mind you get caught in a cycle you get caught in some negative spin where it's like okay mm -hmm. I need to I'm gonna pull a card I'm gonna pull a card yeah. what is this card my oracle card said relaxation okay, cool. I'm going to relax. Sometimes you just need to be told what to do. And they're not by self, not by yeah. someone myself. And that's what the, the Oracle cards do. That's your and own for, intuition. Yeah. Like for me, when I do a session, I just hold space. So I just, you know, pull the cards I do, but I'm, it's coming from, um, it's not, me telling you what to do it's me connecting to you and guiding you through your experience so i'm just i'm just a vessel that's what i always tell i'm just a vessel i'm just guiding that's it i'm not telling you what to do. i'm just um articulating what the cards are saying based off of what you have expressed to me yeah. mm -hmm. that's really cool and uh all awesome things that I think is up in the rise. I don't know. I mean, it, it is, is it growing? Definitely. Is this, this space is, is growing in the past, you know, seven years. That you've been oh doing? yeah. I mean, I'm grateful yeah. that it was my practice in the time that it was like, like I got into it when it was still fresh. Like people were just like, what is this? But it was very, it was becoming more of a thing on social media because it was, a space where we couldn't be monitored like yeah. we, we regulated when I started my Instagram we were still people were still figuring out what it even was right. and there was regulation there was no shadow banning there was there was nothing like it, it was just nothing was being regulated whatever you put on Instagram went so the concept that I came up with was oh I'm gonna document my full transformation I'm gonna document my whole journey 
You know, it was like, I broke up with a boyfriend. I was like, I'm getting back mm -hmm. to myself. I documented the whole thing and the whole like igniting of it was the fact like I literally felt like I was dying because I was existing in a world that didn't bring me any fire passion or anything. Like I was literally being somebody else in their world. And that happens a lot in relationships and that happens a lot in many different dynamics. And when you love somebody, you oftentimes become, you people please. And that's mm -hmm. something that I had to realize. I'm like, why am I a people pleaser? So then I had to, I went on this whole journey, I guess you could say, like this whole thing. And I documented it on Instagram before there was like, like I didn't do influencer work as in like, oh, look at my skincare routine. I did influencer work as literally like being like, hey, you guys, maybe you should go grab an orange if you're feeling depressed or today I'm having a really, really bad day. Um, I'm in like this negative mindset and I don't know why. So I'm going to explore this more. And then I'd show what I would do. I'd go for walks. I'd, um, you know, listen to music that made me happy. I'd, it was a pretty, it was a pretty rough time. That's what I was, I went through a pretty rough time now that I'm looking back on it. And it is these tools that like helped me come back to myself. And, you know, I was enough where it caught a wave and I ended up where I ended up. So, and it was all falling apart. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, it's great that people are doing it I, I think it's great that people are doing it now. And now it's more, um, well, the wellness space has become more socially acceptable for sure. Alternative medicine is definitely on the forefront of um, like yeah. change yes. now, which definitely. is amazing. Like I, I'm grateful to be a part of the movement. That's how I right. feel. The yeah. numbers, uh, you know, I could say that I was a part of a movement, which is cool. Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's more like uh, Reiki shops, yoga studios, tarot card shops, like just opening up everywhere mm -hmm. around the city. Um, yeah. It's something that's gained popularity. And something like I heard somewhere, it's like people back in like the 80s, like hypnosis was a big, like big Waha thing. And like, cause, and people would go under like hypnosis, they would like knock out because they were just operating in such a like, beta uh brainwave um measurement like you know like the the wave the brain waves uh there's yep. like making consciousness and uh but nowadays like people don't even get hypnotized so easily because we're just more awakened i guess oh yeah. oh yeah i mean that's definitely i mean hypnosis is a thing i, I worked with a few practitioners when i was living in topanga canyon who specialized in hypnosis and it's an interesting to experience um it definitely i never like did it i i sat in and witnessed and saw um people going through that just for my own understanding part of the name of the game is you um you experience as much as you can like that's at least for me to create your own you know theories and understanding of things and i never x anything out so experiencing somebody being hypnotized in order to transform you know certain situations yeah, I mean, it is, it is a thing. And um, it's just how far are you going to take it? And um, what do you want 
it's it's all about the practitioner it's definitely yeah. all yeah and um you know i did like psychology in like the year of college that i did and uh i don't know in in, psycho- in the class are like talking about uh hypnotism and like how people can't really hypnotize you to do something you wouldn't do regularly so I guess it is really just getting to it's like shutting off your analytical brain that tells you what is right or wrong and just like getting to the root of what you really do believe and what is driving you. I guess the subconscious mind, which is like what's driving us and what what we do unconsciously. It's like 80% of our life is unconscious. Oh yeah. It's truth. That's what it is. It brings out the truth in you. That's it. It brings like out affirmations. The truth. I mean, that's what affirmations are trying to rewire yeah. your brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can rewire your brain in many different ways. That's I, uh, if you could change your underwear, you can change your mind. That's how I always, I have yeah. said that years. I'm like, if you mm-hmm. could wake up and you could change your outfit you can change like all you have to do is just declare and make that choice to want to make a change to make your life better and then as soon as you do that you just have to commit and then go through the ride that's and and yeah it's not easy at times but it's a lot more rewarding than existing in something that is not of your truth and it is a lot of de-shedding it's like you have to like shed a lot of stuff that you thought was who you were and you know, hypnosis helps with that. There's so there, there's there's so much out there. Um, you know, there's obviously there's so much. That's a whole other thing. What is? I'm sorry, you kind of cut out. Plant medicine. Oh yeah, I'm I'm an advocate for that. Yeah, I mean that's I've worked with tons of reishi mushroom brands that I worked in the mm-hmm. cannabis space when that was all hitting. Like yeah. um, I funds for an analytical cannabis lab. Um, I helped with that, with a branding of that. Um, I did a lot of cannabis brands. You know, I helped with look, feel, strategy, whatever. And then now, obviously, it's getting into the psychedelics. And I'm exploring and understanding. You know, I'm doing my research to see if it's something that I want to tap into. But I have witnessed and facilitated, like, sat in. I shouldn't say facilitate, but I sat in on, you know, people's journeys, like with what they went through with psychedelics. And mm-hmm. there are transformations within that industry right now. It is on the forefront, the same as where cannabis was. Um, I have worked with clients that needed to be um, reinstate, like, you know, needed guidance to be presented back into the world after they've gone through like a deep journey. Um, I've had clients come to me after they've done ketamine treatments. It's energy work. You realize a lot about yourself and you have to release. And um, it's important that people that are going through that, they understand that there is an integration phase. And that's, I believe, a missed component. So I do help with that as well. Like I do help people integrate after they go through their journey with whoever they're going and doing it with. Um, I do help facilitate them back into integration, like after they realize and see everything they've been through. You definitely back into this dimension because <laughs> you're going to go into a different dimension um, once, you know, when you're in that trip. And, yes, uh, you are. And you don't know what you're, you don't know what you're going to see, what you're going to feel. So it's making sure that your body is at its top optimal when you step into that, because it's serious. 
it is serious. You know, it started as this, like kids would go to festivals and, and that's a whole other thing. Like I, I don't understand festival culture because I, I'm so feel like I'm aging myself right now, but to take a psychedelic at a festival around all of those different energies and all of those different people, there needs to be a plan for integration after that. There's no way your mind can get right and connect back into the ground. Um, there just isn't like yeah. without having it be properly guided yeah. and all of they're doing this. And I'm like, wow, that's really irresponsible for your mind and your body and your soul, because you're not, there's no way you're drinking the proper amounts of water. There's no way that you're, you know, nutriently accessible or your body is supported of those nutrients. Like it's, it's a yeah. serious and the more it becomes out there, which it is, it's very out there. It's just taking responsibility for that. And if you're facilitating people, you should be educating them about integration. I've had this conversation so many times with people that like are yeah. in fest culture. I'm like, no, I'm like, you need to understand. Like I've, I've talked to people that build festivals and I've, yeah. I'm like, no, like this is obviously going on. Oh, and yeah. it's like, what are you doing to help support this? Because that it's, it's a thing. So I'm, yeah. I'm heavily about this. So I'm like, right. I'm figuring out where I'm going to fit in, in that. Well, I think, I have, yeah, I think people are just looking for a place to do this stuff, like take the LSD or the magic mushrooms. And I think they don't want to do it alone. So they go to a festival because it seems like, the the highest energy place they could find maybe maybe they don't want to do it in their house i mean it's a high energy place but at the same time it's a high place you don't know who you're around you don't know what you're absorbing you don't know because your body gets into a vulnerable state your mind gets into Definitely. a vulnerable state and you're around so many different energies that you have no clue what you're even you know absorbing from these people and you take that home so it's um back into your life it's it's practicing the integration is the key part so that's i mean as i said with my own practice and theories and things that i do i do offer and facilitate integration after you go through a journey like <laughs> any type yes. of i'm here to help nutritionally um physically have you gone on journeys <laughs> what? have you gone on your own journeys can you hear me yeah i can hear you um, yeah. I create from authentic standpoint. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So, um, I only so you haven't taken the shrooms or what? So you haven't taken like magic mushrooms or I mean, cannabis. I would like to just leave that up to imagination. I'm not saying yes. And I'm not saying no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so just for purposes, like, um, I mean, let's just say I've created, I'm, I'm able to do the things I do because I experience, I've experienced a lot. Everything I do comes from an authentic standpoint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean, that's what, uh, you've been, you know, your, your experience has shown that, you know, you've grown your whole, uh, Instagram and your brand and you're coming from a place of integrity and you could, you could hear, I could hear it through your stories and uh yeah yeah it was a it was a pleasure to have you on where can people find you um uh, my website so yeah. 
website, <laughs> www.jillianloveyourbody.com. I also have an Instagram, which is at Jillian Love Your Body. Um, it's more of a lookbook artist page. Um, very, yeah. You know, yeah, you can see my art on there. And then my website is there as well. If you're interested in booking an initial consultation, um, that button is on my website that you could click on and it's 60 minutes. Um, it is $150 and we deep dive and see what type of, if you, what, what service best holds and supports what's, what is needed and necessary on your journey. So, um, yeah, yeah. That is, that is it. That is me. Thank you, Jillian. It's been a pleasure yeah. to have you here. Um, Thank you. It was a on, pleasure. Keep on doing your work. You people, we need more people like you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I mean, we all got to work together, you know? Sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me.